It's now possible for that processor to sit in the middle of the data flow. It's much easier to implement things like data deduplication, data compression, in line as the data is moving from the network to the storage media. Storage isn't just a rack of servers to dump data onto anymore. On this episode of Transforming Storage, the rise of intelligent storage. Transforming Storage is sponsored by Intel. I'm Jason Lopez. An interesting signpost that the world of data storage is changing. Storage is becoming big on campus. Next month in Long Beach, California at SNW, formerly known as Storage Network World, one of the interesting sessions will be on the need for a storage curriculum at the college level. In this time of always-on devices, storage, as an active part of the compute chain, is vital to just not archiving, let's say, a, a photo. It's vital to allowing you to see that photo from the web instantly. Ramin Alahi says systems have gotten more sophisticated and training needs to keep up. He works for NetApp, designing curricula for new hires, and he also teaches data storage and data center architecture at the University of California Santa Cruz Extension in Silicon Valley. Allahi says it's time for a university storage curriculum. We see a lot of demands for data storage savvy engineers at the IT level, at the field and the customer service level. Something that uh, we had to provide extensive trainings for these uh, professionals. And we thought that, well, some of these skills and concepts can be taught, can be delivered at the uh, bachelor or undergraduate level or at the trade schools. So back in 2007, we implemented the first data storage coursework at UC Santa Cruz Extension. And from then on, we have evolved into nine, ten courses dealing with data center storage, virtualization, and big data. And um, more of these efforts are needed because uh, at the industry level, we are spending up to, what, 90 to 120 days of training new hire engineers, some stuff that uh, we feel that can be covered at the undergraduate level and even at the uh, trade school level. I'm wondering if you could explain where storage was before and where it is now that it would require people to be even better specialized, better educated coming out of uh, university. Uh, in the past, people just used the direct attached storage. There were not that much uh, data to be stored. And it's only been recently, uh, the last 10 years, that the data started to explode due to a variety of different reasons, uh, mobile devices, uh, social communication, uh, websites, etc., that around the clock, so much data is getting generated. Right, right. What has changed in the data center from, you know, 2000? Or what's, pick some point in, in time in the past, though, but what's changed in the data center from that point to today when you might walk into 
the data center working on storage. What are you facing that's different? In the past, the data center was somebody's uh, cubicle with bunch, a few servers, or it was a, a dark room back in the office that holding a few uh, standalone hard drives, some Ethernet switches, and a few towers of uh, servers. That was the data center for many of the uh, small to mid-sized companies. Now, after the turn of the century, that the uh, companies start uh, servicing lots of requests coming over the uh, Internet, and uh, a lot of the companies start hosting services over the Internet to e-commerce. As a result, the uh, data centers started to expand, holding more physical uh, servers, more storage devices, and subsequently lots of uh, infrastructure and connectivity devices like network switches, routers, and storage and fiber channel switches because of uh, accommodating different traffics that use different protocols. So as a result, the data centers become more and more sophisticated and there are more technologies such as virtualization in order to accommodate some of the challenges like reducing the footprints of data centers, taking care of the excess heat and the uh, expenses associated with the power and cooling, something that the companies did not have to deal with in the uh, 90s. Uh, in those days, as far as the data storage goes, we had just a sprawl of independent and direct attached disk drives and tape subsystems. Every one of those storage subsystems had to be administered by one administrator, and we didn't have this storage consolidations. So uh, as a result of uh, data explosion, people saw the uh, need to consolidate all of their data on a uh, central storage so it can be shared, pooled for performance reasons for the accessing and accommodating the uh, data. Ramin Alahi, thank you for talking with us today. Uh, my pleasure, Jason. Uh, it was a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Ramin Alahi is an engineer at NetApp, and he also teaches data storage and data center architecture at UC Santa Cruz. The topic of his talk at SNW coming up in mid-October is the industry's urgent need for a college-level data storage curriculum. No doubt that storage coursework at universities will give graduates a head start in dealing with new technologies. Greg Scott is the chief cloud storage technologist at Intel, and he says that just in the past few years, we've seen profound advancements like 10 gig Ethernet over fiber channel or putting the processor in the control plane to build more scalable systems. About three, four years ago, cloud really started to get hot, and you started to see the emergence of these distributed object storage systems is really starting to come become a popular thing to talk about and these distributed storage systems really just start to take more uh, focus. And so while relative to all of the data stored in the world, uh, in enterprises especially, distributed object stores are a relatively small percent, you see that more and more enterprises are starting to look to those types of technologies where they're taking now not custom-built appliances, but standard high-volume servers with standard operating systems, putting these distributed applications 
that deliver storage onto them and deploying them as a storage tier, uh, typically for non-time sensitive or non-critical storage, but certainly starting to take uh, shape in the form of um, archive tiers and um, secondary storage tiers. Scott says one of the keys to distributive storage models is the emergence of intelligent storage, where the processor is involved in manipulating data as it moves between the network and the storage system. It's now possible for that processor to sit in the middle of the data flow as well. And so now you, it's much easier to implement things like data deduplication, data compression, all in line as the data is moving from the network to the uh, storage media. And that's really been a, a trend that's been moving forward in the traditional storage systems. And then as we start to see the emergence of these distributed storage systems, particularly in cloud applications, um, these are starting with basic servers as an underlying building block and then building storage services on top of those. And so again, the, the memory subsystems and the IO subsystems that allow for uh, you know, efficient data transfer are there as a fundamental baseline. Uh, what we've started really working on now is focusing on how we can make those storage systems work even more effectively by looking at a lot of the software. So today, many of the storage systems are relatively new, the distributed storage systems in particular. So if you look at technologies like Swift, you know, we're working with the Swift community to add a technology called erasure code. And so that technology will help make data be stored more densely than say just multiple replicas or multiple copies of data. And it'll provide a better durability layer. So you'll get more durability and a smaller physical footprint. Greg Scott is the Chief Storage Strategist at Intel. This is Transforming Storage. I'm Jason Lopez. You can find the Transforming Storage series on iTunes and at ConnectedSocialMedia.com. Transforming Storage is produced by Connected Social Media and sponsored by Intel.